Pickaxe. Folks, welcome to Dungeons and Randomness. Since 2012, myself and an amazing cast of 18 have been telling stories in our homebrew world of Theria. Four different groups explore lost ruins, run for political office, rage against a mad king, set sail to long forgotten islands, and so much more. Every group has a different story and flavor, and every season or arc has a new set of groups and stories all building the history of our world with every single session. Literally hundreds of hours of stories are waiting for you as part of the Pickaxe Network. Check out Dungeons & Randomness wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you around the table. Last time on Curse of Strahd, as the party explore the ruined Tower of Kazan, they meet with Esmeralda, the student of a famed vampire hunter. As she rests after barely escaping Castle Ravenloft, Xeros offers Jesper a chance to speak with Madame Ava in the Hell Plane of Avernus. In doing so, Jesper gains the power to draw the next Taroka card and aid them in defeating Strahd. However, Strahd assaults the party. Manifesting as a powerful water spirit in the nearby lake, he destroys the tower, nearly crushing several members of the party amongst the rubble. Before they make a desperate escape on Esmeralda's wagon, uh, away from a tidal wave of water that nearly results in Xeros's death. Uh, and that is where we're going to be in today, with Xeros awaking to... Uh, Irina or Tatiana and Rose stood over him. Irina having just healed him, um, and yeah, everybody is is conscious. But uh, what would my my first initial question to you all is: What do you do? Does Irina still have her <laughs> blade pointed towards me? No, she's holding it. She's got her weapon out, but she's not pointing it at you. Okay. Okay. I mean, that changes things. <laughs> sure. Uh, so the wagon, um, like, it's safe. Like, it's not. It, I mean, it is. You can see that parts of the wagon, Esmeralda's wagon, uh, the some of the walls have buckled. Some of the wood panes have broken. It looks like some of her supplies have have uh, been ruined by the water. But it is still functional. It, the wagon is still standing. Um, it's taken some damage. Uh, she is currently on the front of it. Um, she has not moved. She's not getting up to help anybody. Um, uh, Irina and Rose are with Xeros. I believe Zeki had also run over to Xeros, right, Re? I think you'd yeah. run o- over to him. Whereas Dog's Body, Ismark, uh, were with Jesper, who they had found. Um, I've just kind of come to. You've just come to as well, same as Xeros. Uh, and yeah, you can see that before you, you're kind of on a kind of stretch of road surrounded by trees and the, the causeway, this kind of stone causeway that led out to the island um kind of stretches out down into the lake uh, behind you the collapsed pile of rubble that was once the tower uh, now dominating the center of the island um all sorts of trees and branches and mud has been washed up by the giant uh, tidal wave that was conjured by strad holy shit so any immediate things any of you would like to do straight away once mm. I think once 
Xeros is awake, Rose will probably mm-hmm. head back over to Jesper and make sure mm-hmm. he's okay and okay. Uh, probably say, we need to move. He knows we're here. He might have thought that that would take us out. It obviously didn't, but it doesn't mean he's going to go away. True. Are you okay? Yes. Uh, is, where's everybody else? Thank you. Uh, the way. Yeah, is Mark kind of pulls you up. Yes, but he kind of like pulls you to your feet. Uh, maybe like hooks an arm under you so he can help you if you're still injured. Um, Thank you. And yeah, you hear Esmeralda kind of calling out like, "Come on, this way." She's gesturing towards the wagon itself. Uh, I'll just call out. Is everybody safe? No one injured? Injured, but fine. Mm-hmm. I think Zeke had been rushing over to Xeros to try and pull him up and get him back to yep. the wagon. Yeah, he's conscious, uh, but you can help him to his feet unsteadily. Uh, you can see, yeah, sorts of wounds. Uh, very, very injured, uh, as is evident by low hit points. But yeah. Um, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think, uh, yeah, Irina calls out to you, Jesper, like, I'm fine. Is Mark is with you. Dog's body, you can see, is stood over you. Dog's body is still in wolf form, though, right, Kim? So he's mm-hmm. still in hybrid form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you see, mm-hmm. and I guess for Jesper, so, I don't know if you would, I think you saw the transformation, but yeah, Dog's body is dog. this bipedal, very muscular, powerful wolf man. <laughs> what? I'm probably, um, yeah. Uh, you, you probably see Dog's body run up on all fours, like run around, um, and it's like. I'll get my sword out. Where's Rose? Where's Rose? Don't look Rose at me, Rose. <laughs> I think Rose would probably, knowing what happened, I think she probably did see you change as well, um, mm-hmm. and she's probably trying not to look in dog's body's direction she's probably more looking back Focused. at the wagon and trying mm-hmm. to sort of pull Jesper along and get sure. back to the wagon to get out of there hmm. uh, two people Zeke ever since you died and came back with this power of the mists and the land um, you, have the, have, you do have this kind of sense especially for undeath uh, this kind of connection you can tell that there is there are undead things nearby. You don't know where, you don't know how far, you can't see them, but you get this sense that somewhere nearby there is un- undeath. There is some sort of undead creature lurking nearby. Dog's body, you can smell something in the air has shifted. Um, it smells like magic. Um, you can't see anything, but it's almost, uh, it's like smelling a ghost. Like you can almost smell the, the absence of something, um, you know, something that should be there, but isn't as if space itself has been sort of warped. Um, I have a uh, hunter's bane, so I have advantage on wisdom, survival checks, track, fey fiends or undead. Mm-hmm. Um, so can I, having sniffed that, can sure, I mean, you can make a check. What? Yeah, you, you can't see them. It's normally uh, a perception, but a, you can make a survival if you like. Uh, 14 and a 13, minus one for reasons. Um, so, yeah, 13. 13. Um, it's They're not here. It's like you can smell something that should be here, but isn't here. You look around, there's no tracks. You can't hear anything at least not at first and then as you are kind of sniffing the air and looking around and everyone's slowly making their way to the wagon you all begin to hear 
echoing as if coming from another world you can hear uh galloping hoof uh like hoof steps um as if something is is traversing a, an unseen stone road um, around you and this unearthly wail begins to build up along the wind this kind of <laughs> but it, it sounds distant and echoey as if it's not quite of this world i think zeke would then just shout out something's coming i don't know i can i can i can feel it something undead something weird we need to go esmeralda's just like come on Yep, moving towards the wagon, quick as possible. Yeah. Okay. Yep, everybody yep, jumps yep, on board. Same. So, <clears throat> the wagon... Doo, doo, doo. Uh, if you guys log into Roll20, I do have a little battle map just to show you a thing. The wagon is quite large on the inside. Um, there is room for a lot of you. Uh, maybe not everybody, especially with Dog's Body in Hybrid 4. Does, um, do you know, Kim, does it change your size when you shift, or is it just... Um, it doesn't seem to mention that. It says heightened senses, uh, hybrid transformation. I get stronger so you're still a medium and creature. my height is okay. tougher. But yeah, right. I'm okay. still a medium bod. Still a medium so creature. Yeah, so even with Dog's Body at the Alliance sides, you probably could all fit inside this wagon. Um, but it is enclosed on all sides. There, The windows aren't big enough to really look through. Um, the door on the back is kind of hanging off of its hinges, um, so it's probably the only viable kind of point that you can look out of. Can we see the uh, <laughs> explosives that she had set up on this thing? Uh, no, because she disabled them, but looking inside right. the wagon, you can see, uh, and Rose and Irina saw this before, there are rows of weapons, some of which have been damaged, um, some of which have been ruined, but yeah, there are like a heavy crossbow with silvered bolts, uh, weapons on racks along the wall, axes, daggers, uh, wooden stakes. There are vials of a kind of semi-glowing white liquid. Um, there are sealed containers of what appears to be alchemist fire. Um, there's all sorts of vampire slaying equipment. This is like Blade's basement where, you know, it's kind of like a, a wagon where all of the kind of things rotate and turn around and it's all laden with vampire hunting, monster hunting there tools. Is. Um, on either side there are hunting traps manacle sets um it looks like there's one chest which is full of outfits and disguises um just yeah all sorts of stuff inside the wagon uh as you guys are all climbing aboard and like i said you know, inside the only viable entry point in and out is the back where the door is um you see in the distance maybe sort of 60 60 70 feet away emerging almost as if appearing from like ghosts uh, appearing from thin air you see the form of the two riders with their flaming steeds their black long dark hoods and their elongated mouths are beginning to manifest and pull themselves into the material plane uh and that is gonna basically be you hear esmeralda kind of like yeah and she kind of cracks the whip and the two horses take off at speed um, but you can see that these creatures are moving faster than the wagon will go. And we are going to roll initiative. Oh, holy shit. Ooh. See if we can figure out what weapons in here actually work against these things. Mm -hmm. The only other thing I will say is that Esmeralda, before, as she kind of like hits the thing, um, she will pull out a small leather vial where you can see two 
red potions inside and she will throw that towards Jesper and kind of say like for you and the dragonborn and she kind of throws them to you um these two stoppered vialed potions Jesper thank you I'll try and grab them or do you want me to roll for yeah them? no 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 you don't need to roll for them yeah you guys are she's she can easily pass this to you uh okay let's get some initiatives going everyone yeah yeah got them Ziki total seven Seven is the total. Nice. Jesper? Yep. 18. 18. Rose? Ten. Sorry. Ten. It's okay. Ten. Zeros? Uh, 16. 16. Irina. Oh, Irina does very well. 20 for Irina. Dog's body. 14. 14. Um, so before we kick off, yeah, if you guys want to reposition yourselves in any way um, inside the wagon um, as these things are barreling their way towards you, uh, do let me know. I'm going to uh, go back to that corner. I'm going to stay far away from Rose. I don't, I don't want to scare her. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried about my uh, HP. <laughs> I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, you yes, should be. the same. Yep. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, Esmeralda, yeah, she passes the potions back to you, Jesper. Uh, and that's going to be her action is basically palming off these potions to you. Um, and then she kind of intently focuses on driving and tries to get these conjured horses. And the horses on her wagon aren't natural horses. They appear to be made of, like, shimmering blue magic. Um, but they move as swiftly as any horse you've seen. Um, and they pull the wagon at great speed the the wheels kind of bounce and trundle as it hits wooden uh kind of dirt roads as she desperately flees out she calls out behind you like we won't reach kresik for minutes 15 10 15 minutes either you need to deal with them somehow we need to get them off of our trail and she calls out behind you um and then she will that was her action she doesn't really have a bonus action so she will just focus on uh riding she will call out use any of the equipment in the wagon that you need there's holy water there's holy water alchemist fire silvered bolts magic arrows anything you need um take it um irena keep those bolts away from me (laughs) yeah good point you could absolutely use them on uh, Irina if you wanted to. Do not oh, sorry, use on, them on, on the dog. Do not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you. Irina will cast Mage Arm. Oh, no, I'm looking at a completely different character. Whoops. Um, sorry, I should have set myself up with Irina before. Uh, Irina will delay her turn. <laughs> Because right now okay. I'm not ready to go. And I want somebody else more. Oh, fuck, it's Ismark next. Fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just NPCs. Nothing but NPCs all day. Right, Irina. I've got it here now. Uh, Irina. crew rolling out. Yeah. Yeah, there's Irina. as many NPCs as players at this point. Uh, Irina will, seeing Jesper and um, Zeros are heavily injured, Irina will cast a second level healing word on Jesper. Uh, So she sings out this long, uh, choir, angelic uh, bar of of song. Uh, That's a really good, that's a 12 um, hit points back, Jesper. Oh, that's Um, pretty good. 
she calls out and she kind of begins softly singing uh she will move herself into the kind of back corner and draw her rapier um and she can't so she'll ready her action that if anything comes inside or attacks she comes within reach she will attack it uh ismark will pull the heavy crossbow off the wall and the silvered bolts and start loading one in and then he will take a shot towards um he'll probably aim for would ismark be no he'll aim for one of the riders uh with his heavy crossbow uh for a 16 to hit uh which does indeed hit but the bolt does not seem to have as much power as he would hope. Uh, so that's going to be three points of damage. So you see the bolt, even though it's silvered, uh, digs into this black hooded rider with the elongated face, um, and it almost seems to partially phase through it. It seems to almost shrug off the blow um, as it just kind of lets out a howl. Um... Okay. Uh, Jesper, you are next. I think considering my situation i'm going to use my action to drink one of the potions uh, yep so bonus action if you drink a potion yourself we've always okay. done it as, uh, yeah in uh, which case uh i already my actual action by uh preparing the sun sword and like irena anything that comes close to the wagon i'll kind of move uh another 14 hit points from that potion that'll do it for me very nice uh, yeah, I'll just ready okay. a swing of the sun sword if anything comes to the edge of that wagon at the end. Okay. Uh, well, if it comes to the edge, you wouldn't be in range to attack it from your current position. Uh, You'd have to be at the door, basically, like where Dog's Body and Ismark are, or in front of Xeros. But if something came inside, you could attack it. I'm going to instead cast... You could also move out onto the top of the wagon. So just as a point of reference for everyone, you could like climb out onto the top of the wagon, hang on the side of the wagon, climb up by Esmeralda. Um, so you're kind of on the rider's seat. I'll cast Heroism on Xeros in front of me. Oh. Oh. Uh, which will allow you to be immune to being frightened. And you get plus five hit points, temporary hit points. Nice. Whilst I concentrate. Amazing. Uh, well, Xeros, it's your turn. So that second potion, things. Is, that, is that being like held out or...? <laughs> I've just uh, drank one and the other one's kind of, yeah, in my hand, I guess. I haven't had yeah. a chance okay. to put it away. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm like snatching it or something, but like... <laughs> He said it was for I us. I mean, if he's not resisting, you could you could spend you could basically use your action to yeah or to grab it and drink it. I would say. Uh, yeah. I mean, if he's not resisting, I want to snatch it. He said they said it was for me, so uh, <laughs> I want to yeah I want to do that. Um, and then I'll bonus action shield of faith myself. Okay, so you take the potion off Jesper. I'm going to assume you don't resist Jesper. <laughs> Nah, let him have it. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Six. Didn't say the magic word. Uh, uh, uh. Nine. Twelve. Sixteen hit points back for Xeros. Wonderful. Uh, and yeah, I'll... Uh, and then bonus I'll... action, Shield of Faith. Shield of Faith, yes. Do you want to move? Um, yeah, I'm, uh, with that, I will move uh, in between uh, Dog's Body and Ismark at the edge of the uh, wagon at Wonderful. the back. The two dark riders and their mouse oh, go next. Um, 
and they do not move up to the back. These, the, the, the horses, the nightmares they're riding on, are faster than the wagon itself. Even though the wagon is going at full speed, these nightmares just gallop through the air as any thoroughbred stallion can race across the ground, and they actually manage to make their way on either side of the, the back of the wagon. Um, the two creatures, uh, they can't really see in, but they will attempt to basically, um, as they draw closer to you, you can feel, those of you on the edges of the wagon, this dark aura kind of pulling at your life, almost trying to feed off your very life energy um, as they pull up on either side of the wagon. Um, and then they will, with their kind of large, one has like a large scythe, the other one has like a lance. They're going to try and push them through the sides of the wagon to those of you inside. Um, so I'll do it with disadvantage, um, but they're going to try and target those of you inside itself. Um, so... Uh, Ziki, would a... What's this going to be? A 13 hit? 13 on the dot. 13 on the dot. And then Rose, uh, that is a 6 to hit you. Um, no. No. Oh, Ziki, these are undead. Hello? What's the thing that undead has to make a saving throw to attack you? Ooh. Oh. Oh. Uh, it's... See. Part of your pact. They die instantly, I think. Yes. If the undead targets you directly with an attack or spell, that creature must make a whiz saving throw DC 14. Okay, it did succeed on this one. Target. Okay, yeah, cool. So it did succeed on this one. Um, so, 6, 9, 10, 12 points of damage. Um, do you have any resistance mm -hmm. to necrotic damage? I don't believe I do. I think okay. it's just disease yeah. I've resistance to. Just disease. Okay. Yeah, so the uh, the scythe kind of pierces through the wood and uh, kind of pricks you as you uh, uh, as it moves up past um, and the wood begins splintering and shattering as it kind of uh, tries to attack you. Rose, you feel the same thing. A large spiked lance pierces through near your head, but you manage to throw yourself to the side before it fully targets you. Um, uh, and yeah. Uh, those two ride up next to it. The two nightmares that they are riding on try to attack the wagon itself. You feel these kind of huge flaming bodies kind of body slam into the sides of the wagon, uh, trying to send it spiraling. The first one um, just mistimes it, kind of bounces off the side of the wagon, not quite enough force to cause any damage to it. Um, the next one, however, does manage to fully slam its weight into the side of the wagon uh, for a total of... Oof, that's a lot of damage, Mark Hughes. 21. 21 points of damage. Uh, the wagon, you hear one of the kind of the whole side um, closest to Rose and Ismark kind of buckles. Um, parts of the, the wood completely cave. One of the chests kind of breaks open as this flaming hoof smashes through. And you can see the wagon is now beginning to burn and is on fire um, as it smashes through from this creature. Dog's body. Um, are any of the... 
are any of them in reach of my great axe? Like, could I attack my great axe? So, well, first of all, uh, it's at the end of your turn. So, very much like them, right now there's a wall between the two of you. So imagine that you're on the, you're inside the wagon, and they've moved up to on either side. They've been attacking you through. You could try and like attack them back through the wagon. Uh, First of all, that would do damage to the wagon. But second of all, you'd be at disadvantage because you can't actually see them right now. You're kind of making your best guess as to where they are. Um, You could very easily climb out on top of the wagon or hold onto the back of the wagon and then swipe at them without penalty. Um, can I... I'll, I'll hold on to the back of the wagon then. Um, can I activate my... Can I move you back here. Um, so imbue my axe with uh, 1d6 of cold damage. I realize the cold damage will probably not damage them because they're undead, but it makes the axe magical. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, I'm just going to go to Funky Town. Uh, Which one are you attacking? Are you attacking the horse or the rider? So the... hmm, No, probably the rider. Let's say rider. Okay. Um, uh, 18 to hit. 18 will hit. Uh, five, six, seven, eight, nine points of damage, and then do you want me to roll the cold damage, or are they separately? Yes, please. Uh, they are not immune, but they are resistant. So some of the ice, the rime and frost, uh, is pulled away. Six points of damage. So uh, three points of damage. Uh, as it is half, but um, yeah, the axe does manage to strike them, and you can see it kind of whips its head around. <laughs> um. Uh, can oh you didn't start your turn there that's fine. I'm just wondering if so. Crimson right was a bonus action, but I also have extra attack. Yeah, extra attack is yeah, just so you make I two can attacks. Attack again? Yeah. <clears throat> you can. The other thing I need okay. to do is after you make this attack, I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. As you look at this creature and it kind of turns its head back to look at you, as you meet its gaze, you feel it trying to pull your body from you. It's like trying to pull your soul out of your body as you look at this thing. I don't like that. 19! Plus 3 19. is 19 20 will hit. math. Definitely hits. No, sorry, that was my sorry, that was my saving throw. Sorry. Um, oh, that was your saving throw. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, 19, 20, 21, 22 is my save, complete saving throw. Okay, on your 22? Okay, so you managed to kind of hold on like a Dementor trying to pull out your soul. You kind of grit your teeth and pull back using every ounce of your own will to kind of keep it together. Um, yeah, you don't take any damage. And then my Great Axe again is 16 to hit. That will hit the rider, yep. Um, and then I rolled a 10 on damage, plus 4 is 14, and then 2 on the uh, hold, so... 1 on the cold. So yeah, with those two blows, you can see that the rider does kind of buckle um, in its seat and it hisses loudly, this kind of abnormal, otherworldly hiss, uh, like some spirit from great beyond. Um, as the end of your turn? I snarl you back take, at it as it's hissing. You do snarl back. You automatically take five necrotic damage for ending uh, within this range of this creature. You can feel it just, yeah, this very aura. I... It's, it's exuding a presence of, of uh, evil. I have resistance to necrotic, so is that cool. so you two, take two or three points? Nah, it'd be two. All right, end of your turn. 
Rose. You okay? Oh, well. Um, so, can I? Could I? Mm-hmm. This is a question. Um, sure. If he's I love questions. swiped through with the scythe and some, yep. a spear and stuff on both sides of the wagon, could I, mm-hmm. in theory, target an arrow through that slit? Like Ella of- Aragorn and Legolas in Lord of the Rings with the mines you, of Moria yes, door slit thing and just It will give it will give them significant amounts of cover though, because it is trying to fire through a tiny hole at a target. Uh, the other question to you is again, which target are you going for? The rider or the horse? Or the nightmare, I should sort of say. Um I'd like to hit the horse, please. Okay. Yep. Actually, I don't know why. Okay. I just do. This thing's going to get like um, three quarters cover from this attack, but yeah, you can it? definitely try and shoot. Yeah, it's going to get a lot of cover because it's like, a, you know, it is a wedge of a hole, but it's still a tiny hole that you're trying to shoot through. Okay, um, I'm going to take magic arrows from Lestache. Mm. Yeah, you the see wagon. that there's a quiver, um, a very ornate quiver with silver banding, and it's the only quiver of arrows in the whole thing, so it you assume it's the magic arrows that she was talking about uh they are 20 plus one uh 15 sorry plus one arrows okay so, so plus one to uh, hit and damage i'm gonna bonus action no i'm not gonna do that for... mm, bonus action slayer's prey okay um we'll see uh 15 16 18 24 to hit uh, 24 will indeed hit the horse, even with the small amount of cover. Uh, like Aragorn and Legolas, as you described, you see the arrow fly through and thuds into the creature's flank. And it was a plus one, so... Yes, plus one to damage. Plus one damage. I rolled a one on my damage. That was great. Well done, me. So six... Six damage on six uh, the arrow and mm-hmm. two for Slayer's Prey for the first one. And then yep. my second shot. You hear this kind an... of deep growling whinny. Twenty-two to hit. That still hits, yeah. <laughs> Through this tiny hole. Um, seven damage on the arrow. Seven points of damage. Bam. So yeah, these two arrows thud in, and you can see that this is clearly no normal horse, obviously being on fire and flying through the air, but its hide is especially thick and resilient as well. Um, seemingly unaffected, well, not unaffected, but withstanding these two arrows uh, that have struck into it um, seems to be unaffected. Anything else, Rose, on your turn? Mm, no, I might just move back slightly into the middle, just yeah. away from the sides. Uh, but uh, other than that, I'm good. Uh, I still will need you to take five necrotic damage for me, please, as the aura of these creatures is overwhelming. It almost washes through the wagon, this waves of despair and death and annihilation. Um, Okay. Uh, Ziki, what would you like to do? I would like to uh, cast Cure Wounds on myself at level one, see if we'll play it. Okay. Go for it. Plus three. So that's nine healing for Nine myself. hit points. Mm-hmm. And then I would like to uh, level two armor of Agathis as a bonus action. So you so won't be... Because again, it's the, it's the same problem. If you cast a regular spell, 
you can't cast another spell unless it's a cantrip. So if you cast even like a Cure Wounds, you can't then cast another bonus action spell unless right, it's a cantrip. Okay. That's like the... Yeah. Tom Tom knows nice this shell. frustratingly well. Curse too well, yeah. <laughs> One spell sort of turn, dang it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will font of magic and convert some sorcery points to an extra spell slot. And that then, sounds smart. Can I move nice. to the back of the wagon? Sure. Um, and then can I can I like crouch down and stay low? Yes. So you kind of like get on the floor, basically. You can just basically yeah get yeah. prone if you like. Sure. Um, you still take five necrotic damage at the end of your turn as this kind of aura from these creatures is wafting through. But you will. I'll basically give you cover if they try and strike through the walls because you'll lower down um, as they try and do that. Okay. Perfect. Um, at the top of the round, I would like. Let's go with. Let's go round in a clock. Let's uh, start with Tom Hazel. Can you roll a d6 for me, Tom Hazel? Oh, my favorite part of the game. Rolling for you. A six. <laughs> a six. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, as Esmeralda is hurtling this wagon down these roads, uh, the the road is open and clear. There are no obstacles. There are no uh, anything in the pathway as you are making your way down. Because um, at the moment, it's not just a static thing. Like these horses are racing alongside of you. The wagon is hurtling down these roads, and and Esmeralda is doing her best to guide these spectral horses along it. But there are no obstacles this turn. Oh, uh, <laughs> I did it. Uh, nice. Uh, You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, let's see here Uh, Irina will crawl out onto the rider's seat um, and she will attempt to cast uh, Thunder Wave I think she can just about reach Um, she will cast Thunder Wave on the uh, right hand sided uh, foes this is a con save, which is a pass and a fail. Uh, so this is 2d8 of thunder damage. Oh, very good. Uh, so you can see she kind of speaks, and as she does, this blast of thunder erupts, um, which is actually going to potentially knock those guys back. So that's 14 damage there. And then seven points of damage there. Um, and you see that the rider on top of the, the horse in front of you, Dog's Body, the rider is almost knocked out of its uh, barding, but it holds its grip. These long, elongated black fingers curl around the reins and kind of right itself um, as it pulls. And you see as Irina meets its gaze, the same thing that happened to you where you almost felt like your, your very essence being pulled free. She kind of gasps um, and she manages to kind of shield her eyes away and pull herself in and with ragged breath she's like don't look at them it's, it's just something is happening and she kind of calls out to the rest of you don't meet its gaze um and she does so uh and she's gonna take some damage um is mark will look confused uh and kind of frustrated uh he will try to do the same thing you did rose and try and fire through the tiny hole um, but his shot just thuds into the wall uh, next to the wagon. You just hear this clunk, click, poof, as this bolt just wedges itself inside the wagon, uh, not finding an accurate shot. Jesper? Uh, I think I'm going to get as close to the uh, left-hand side horse rider as possible, so that might involve going on top. 
maybe? Yeah, so you've got two choices. You can either go out at the front onto the seat where Esmeralda is and then climb on top of the wagon, or you could go to the back and hang off the back like Dog's Body's doing. So, like, one hand on the back of the wagon and then swing round. I think I'll go for the Dog's Body approach and kind okay. of swing out and use the pivot of my <laughs> arm just to kind of do a big, long sun sword Yeah, sounds swing. super cool. Love it. Um, I'm going to do that. Are you going as... for the rider or the mount? I'm going for the rider. The sun okay. sword right at the, uh, the face, if possible. I'm wondering if I should do a flourish. Yeah, I'll do a slashing flourish. So I'll use a bardic okay. inspiration to add that on. After uh, you make this attack, I need you to make a con save as well. Very well. Here we go. Oh, wait, that's damage. Wait, that's... What the hell was that? <laughs> What was that? Maybe just roll on. Maybe just use D and D Beyond to roll. Don't don't yeah. worry too much about doing it in roll twenty. I trust you. Fifteen. Fifteen against the rider just barely hits the sun sword. Its radiant energy blade passes through it. <laughs> okay. Twelve points of sun sword, radiant light. Twelve points of damage. Damage. It takes. Uh, it doesn't take any extra, but yeah, you Quad can see damage. the sunlight burns it as it kind of strikes through, almost yeah. phasing through its cloak and armor, and it <laughs> kind of shies away. But then, as it does, you meet its gaze and you stare into this gaping black void of a mouth. Um, can you make a con save for me, please? Sure. Uh... There we go. Six. Oh. <laughs> If this creature, if the saving throw fails by five or more, you are hanging on the back, Jesper. Mm -hmm. You are oh, immediately reduced to zero hit points as this thing pulls <gasps> oh, out your shot. life and you collapse to the ground and fall back as the wagon hurtles forward. Um. So you swing out, you strike a blow, and as you meet this thing's gaze, you just feel your very life essence <gasps> sucked out, uh, and this creature almost seems to consume it, and you just <laughs> into the mud, and you just the wagon flies past. Holy shit! My temp HP, no. <laughs> I'm slightly more scared now. Um, shield. I mean, Zeros. Every time you've seen Dog's body and and uh, Jesper now, and from what Irina gathered, yeah. If you look at these things, it has this kind of like death gaze effect. Where if you look at them, so you can still attack them, but you have to avert your eyes, which means attacking with disadvantage. So, uh, what would you like to do? It's your turn. Before that, uh, hitting the ground after being mm. taken to zero, would that? be a death save i'm not i it, actually it would be a normal death save because it's the end of your turn you make the death save um but it's not any extra damage i'm not gonna make you do an automatic one okay so i'll just do a regular just do a regular death save yeah that's a nine that's a fail oh, that's a failure <laughs> okay do you swing round um, <sighs> can i uh sure focus i want to ignite my blade and almost kind of put it to the fire that they started on the side of the wagon as well can mm -hmm. i hold the sun's the, not the sun sword the uh, he who grins up he-man style i want to create a flaming aspect of asmodeus on the top of the um wagon oh. and it's essentially a uh channel divinity a dreadful aspect to oh very cool in 30 feet 
fearful of me. They need to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. The two riders do not seem to be affected, but the mounts will have to make the saving throw. Uh, yeah, I thought they the would. Two nightmares. Mm, yeah. Uh, you. Uh, these are fiends, by the way. These nightmares. Uh, one natural twenty. The second one oh, is a two. Uh, okay. So the second one, you you hear the as this you know flaming form of Asmodeus is conjured at the top of the wagon. One of the nightmares <laughs> kind of rears back, and the rider is struggling to keep keep control of it um, as it desperately wrestles with the nightmare as it looks like it's about to buckle and run away. So they are now frightened of me for one minute, and if it moves more than thirty feet from me, it can attempt another saving throw. Okay. That's Perfect. pretty good. Anything else? Uh, that's all I have. Uh, whichever one didn't get feared from me, I want to go to that side of the wagon as well. You are on the correct side then. Sure. Perfect. Uh, okay. Um, <clears throat> the boat, uh, the creature that was on top of the horse that is uh, being frightened, um, it can sense that this creature is, is going to run um, and that you have conjured some sort of infernal thing to create fear it leaps off and on top of the wagon so it kind of like ghostly kind of floats through the air and then brings its giant spear down um, as it lands on top as the nightmare looks like it's going to buck and run Um, the other creature however will pull back and it's going to swipe at you dog's body so it kind of reaches back with this giant scythe uh, to try and grab um, yeah, at the moment, Jesper is going to be about sort of 40 feet the wagon is traveling at, so Jesper is about 40 feet back. Um, but this creature will strike at you, dog's body. Um, for a... That is a 22 to hit. Hmm. Yes. I mean, I don't... I'm not asking. <laughs> I know it, it hits you. 12, <laughs> 14 points of damage. Um, which, oh, to be fair, uh, that would be uh, 10 of which was necrotic, so 5, so 9 points of damage total. What was the other damage? Uh, it was just, it was um, like, so- ma- like magical damage, like it was like fo- like weapon damage, but magical. Okay, so I'm resistant to bludgeoning, necro- necrotic, piercing, radiant, and slashing moment is is it all forms of that or only if it's from a non-magical source does it just say you have resistance uh, to it? so resilient so uh necrotic and radiant is from being an asmr mm. um and then so no, with normal like and fruits like if it's a magic weapon it's still damaged. okay so well. resilient hide your resistance to bludgeoning piercing slashing damage from non-magical attacks okay. yeah so this counts as a magical so, attack unfortunately so it was five from the necrotic, and then what was the rest, sorry? Four, so nine total. Nine total. Okay. So, okay, slices so you once. Me. Um, yeah, uh, it's, it slices you once uh, with its weapon. Uh, the other one basically spends its action to jump on top of the wagon, um, and then you can see it basically crawling along the top, like this big tattered robe kind of flowing behind it as it looks like it's trying to kind of worm its way to the front where Irina and Esmeralda are um, as it does so. the One of the nightmares flees. Um, it just flies off to the side, uh, trying to get away from terrible scary Asmodee daddy uh, the other one will try and body slam into the wagon once more uh, 
which will be a failure to hit, I think. Let's see. 12, yeah. So it kind of slams into the side of the wagon again, and Dog's Body, you kind of feel the whole wagon shake, but it doesn't manage to do enough damage to cause the wagon uh, any any harm. The wagon, however, will take D6 of fire damage as it is on fire. Um, uh, that's just as odious. You can see that that fire is now spreading and you can hear the wood, the wheels on that side of the uh, wagon beginning to crack and splinter from the flames continuing to build up um, as they do so. Dog's body. Okay, so here's a fun thing. I need to make a wisdom saving throw because my health has gone below 29 hit points. (laughs) And I'm a wolf! And I really hope you attack Xeros. (laughs) Oh shit! It's uh, DC eight. It's DC eight though. So, okay, I rolled a ten. Uh, minus okay. one is a nine. Nice. <laughs> oh god! So it just managed Christ. to succeed. Close. Does that DC go up every every round? No. Is it always it DC says, eight? Um, this DC eight. Uh, yeah, it's okay. called bloodlust. What um, the start of every okay. turn? As long as as long as dog's body's under a certain amount of health, yeah. Yeah, I can end my lycanthropy. I can end. Oh, why would you though? Um, why would you? No. So, I think everyone would see my claws get longer and my jaw just distend, and the wood underneath my paw just crunches. And I'm just going to look around and go, get to the village and jump off the wagon, because um, I am going to go after Jesper. Um, okay, cool. So, so you yeah. flee. Do I need to make... <laughs> yeah, I think because you didn't fall off. Like, uh, you're kind of jumping off. Make an acrobatics check just to see if you land prone. You're not really going to take any damage from this, but... Natural 20. There it is. Okay, Thanks. yeah. So oh. you land on your feet, nice. kind of skidding in the mud. All this mud sprays up behind you as your big uh, lupine legs kind of splash mud everywhere. Um, and yeah, the wagon and the rider continues just going forward. Uh, they just not not peeling away um what do you do you can easily run back to him i think yeah yeah i think um, with the distance you jumped get... and the speed as well when i get to him i'm gonna mm-hmm. put a big muddy paw on his face and cast uh healing hands which only restores six hit points but it's enough food. Um, Thanks. So yeah, you'll just see this golden light um, shoot, shoot out through Dog's body's claw. That was so badass. Yeah, I think your eyes um... probably like <laughs> the eyes would briefly have a, like a golden glow to them um, as this power, this angelic power, the celestial power, channels through your your form and into Jesper. Mm. Uh, yeah, great. And as Perfect. Jesper's eyes open, I just want to growl. You need to heal me or get away from me fast. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> now it's like you've healed him for six, but if he, if he doesn't heal you enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Rose, we get to back on the wagon as uh, Dog's body and Jesper's body are becoming tiny dots now as the wagon is hurtling through these wooden roads, uh, these uh, forest trails. Um, yeah, you can still feel the presence of one of these riders on its nightmare mount to the side, but you also hear the scraping of dark metal armor and a spear from above, um, and you begin to hear Irina, like, oh, kind of calling out as it's making her way towards her. Oh, 
jeez. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to do the same thing again of hitting the on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, hitting out and aiming for the rider on that side. Sure. Okay. I can do Go that. Go for it. Yep. Actually, should I hit the horse? No, Which I'll hit the rider. I'll hit okay. the. I'll try and hit the rider. Uh oh, that's not gonna hit. That's a uh, thirteen. Thirteen does not. The arrow, because you're firing through this tiny hole, it makes you you shoot, but the rider kind of pulls away at the last second. That one will though. That's nineteen plus nine. That Hopefully. will hit. Yes. <laughs> Proper Legolas sharp shoot through the tiny hole. Um, this so, is not your Slayer's Prey. So, no, but it's uh, eight damage from the arrow. Yeah, that's still... You hit the thing just howling. And I'm going to get... Because you, you're shooting through this tiny hole, you're not quite, You're not meeting its gaze. You're kind of firing from a position where you're only taking these like really tiny shots where you can't really see its eyes. Um, but yeah, yeah I think you Rose hear this thing scream. She what would know said. that from previously because also she's. But when they came to the tower and it originally, she suffered yeah, from, she saw from it. that. Yeah. So she would know not to. Not to look in its eyes, yeah. But yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, cool. Anything else? Uh, not for now. I don't. Th- I think maybe she would try and. So is there a, a way to get on the top at the front of the... So where up from, where Arena is at the moment? From where... Uh, to get to there, yes, there's just enough space um, where you'd push past Ziki and you could get out onto the rider's seat. You can see it seats about three humans. Um, the other option would be to go out the back door and climb up onto the roof where this thing is. I was just wondering if I could potentially pull Irina back in, away from ah. the... I would say that because you've used your action to attack, you won't be able to pull her in this turn, but you could definitely move up to like here and be like reaching out for her. her. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Sure. I'll do that. Okay. I'll ca- I'll uh, call Ziki. for her to come back in. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Ziki, your turn. Um. So if I cast a spell, uh, can I use like my breath weapon in the same turn? Yeah, uh. So is your breath weapon an action? It's a bonus action. Where is it? It's an action. Uh, see, as an action, it is an action. So yeah, you could you could cast a bonus action spell, like a quicken spell or a spell that's a bonus action, and then use your breath weapon. Yes, because your breath weapon isn't a spell. Your breath weapon is like a natural like. <clears throat> awesome. So I would like to bonus action armor of Agathis. Um, mm-hmm. Give myself the ten ten hit points. You're using and then quicken, can... quicken spell, oh. yeah. Um. Yeah. Have I got quicken spell? Just check. Because I think it's an action to cast uh, on of Agathis. It's a bonus action, I think. Oh, is it? Oh. Yeah, let me have a look. Learn something new every day. Oh, wait, no, it is an action. Ah, what was a bonus action that I was going to do? Oh, I don't know. Never mind. Ah! It's, it's funny because sorcerers, you can you can take a thing called quicken spell, which is you can make any spell yeah. a bonus action, so I didn't know if that's what you were doing. Um, I was going to try and... Um, Oh damn it! Okay, uh, I'll just yeah, I'll just do armor of Agathis, and then I will move uh, next to Zeros up here. Okay, so you kind of go back to my the rear of the, the wagon. Okay, yeah. cool, perfect. Uh, at the top of the round, moving on, Katie, can you roll a d6 for me, please? 
two. Two. So you see, um, I think the only ones who would really see this coming would be uh, Rose. You just happen to look past Irina and Esmeralda onto the road ahead. The rest of them can't see it. But you can see that um, the trees over on either side of the road, the canopy becomes much thicker and wilder. And all of these uh, branches and dense trees are going to be in range of anybody who is around or on top of the wagon, basically. Um, which doesn't affect any of you guys right now. Um, it would have affected Dog's Body mm-hmm. and uh, Jesper if they had still been on the outside. But uh, the two riders will need to make uh, dexterity checks, of which one passes and the other one is on top and the other one passes. So they manage to kind of like flatten themselves or knock them out of the way and they are seemingly unaffected as all of these trees kind of scrape along against the side of the wagon. You see that on the side where the fire is continuing to build and grow, it leaves this flaming streak of uh, parts of trees and branches uh, lit aflame um, as it passes nice. and it's the the fire on that side is mark is gonna have to move because it is becoming an inferno uh, on that side of the wagon um uh esmeralda will call out somebody put that fire out if it hits the alchemist's fire we're done for get that fire out now um and then she kind of returns to to drawing and she senses the thing above her um, and she will raise one hand and she will cast magic missile on the creature on the top of the roof. Uh, three, two, four, five, uh, ten points of damage to the thing on top. You see these kind of like bolts fly out of her hand and smash into it. Um, Irina will take your advice, Rose, and she will let you kind of pull her inside and behind you um, just as this long hand kind of reaches out to grab her and hisses as you kind of snatch her away um, and you pull her inside um, and then she will look... Zeros, are you still heavily injured? Uh, Less than half. Less than half. She will cast Healing Word on you again for five hit points. It's only a first level, unfortunately. Um, she kind of just continues singing this melodious tune as she does so. Uh, Ismark will grab what something out of the costume box, like a large ball gown, and he's trying to desperately kind of like uh, smother the flames with it as he's like stamping on it and desperately trying to put it out. And he manages to put the flames out before they continue to do any more damage, but that's his whole action is to do that. Oh, um, well, that's good. Uh, Jesper, it is your turn. Uh, you, The wagon is now about probably... 160 feet away it's like in the distance <laughs> remind me what you just said heal me or run away was that right heal me or you run better away heal yeah. me or get away from me that's it uh i will very you know terrified cure wounds at level three dog's body sure um so that's a 3d8 plus two let's do that And then you sell it's 11 or nothing. That's a really bad roll. That's a pretty bad roll. Is it enough? Is it? Ah, oh, damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have really liked it if it wasn't enough. I was on yeah. 24. Uh, uh, 29 is the um, HP, and I'm on 35 now, uh, so... Couple of quick things. Rose, did you take five necrotic damage at the end of your turn? Zeke, did you take five necrotic damage at the end of your turn? I think I forgot no, to mention it to you both. Didn't mention... No, so five, yeah. Uh, yes, Zeros, you as well. I forgot about this. So five necrotic damage to everybody, because I, because Jesper and Dog's body are now off the wagon. They're not subjected to it, so it threw me off. Um, 
Um, I'm so gonna... Esmeralda, Irina, and and uh, Ismark all take the same five amount as well. Okay. Uh, I'll say to Dog's body, we need to go back to the wagon. Can you get us there faster? I'm gonna oh, start running. Fucking horse. <laughs> okay, so you just start <laughs> trying to chase after it. Just running along the road, mud and kind of puddles splashing around you as you desperately chase after the speeding wagon. <laughs> uh, Zeros. Uh, so the, the canopy, has that passed now? Like the, the rough canopy? Yes. Well, yeah, it, it, not quite, but enough that you're not going to be in danger of it. Okay. Um, Imagine uh, it's like a brief take... moment of like slap, 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 and then <laughs> open road again. Okay. What would it take to jump up onto the roof with this? With um, this nothing. Reboot? Like, yeah, you can just pull yourself up onto the roof. Okay. I want to kind of scooch past Ziki and then flip onto the roof. So I'm right in front of this guy. I also want to kind of move away from this guy so he doesn't hit me. Um, yeah. My question to I, you, are you looking at him? Uh, no. I uh, imagine Avert your the, gaze. the dreadful aspect starts to dissipate and through the flame, Zeros appears. <laughs> um, Absolutely. And, and I want to uh, make sure that I use an action surge on this nerd. And could I, on the double hit, uh, divine smite both of them. When th if you hit, yes. If I hit, you don't when? spend the divine smite. You don't spend the divine smite until you hit. Once you hit, you can then say, "I'm going to divine smite." Okay, the first one. Oh my god, is a seventeen to hit. Still will hit. Yes. Uh, I would disadvantage if you're not looking at him though. Uh, <laughs> Sixteen. Still hits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the damage will be so that it's on fire as well uh, it takes half damage from the fire okay and divine smite is is like 76 right <laughs> so let me see here so it's going to be 14 damage that, yes. with the res fire resistance and then divine smite are you doing level 1 divine smite yeah level 1 so it's 2d8 normally and 3d8 because they're undead yes 3d8 more radiant damage Nice, another eight on another top eight of the 18. Points. Yeah, as this flaming, burning blade that sears with light, not just flames, um, you hear this thing just... <laughs> as you blindly swing in its direction, cleaving it on top of the, uh, the wagon itself. Nice, and the next one is a... Oh, like a million to hit. Like Disadvantage, because you're not looking at him. Yeah, the lowest was 13. Oh, right, I see, yeah, you rolled 2 times and you can settle. Yeah, okay, in that case, yeah, that hits as well. Uh, which is uh, 13, so 17 damage because of the half from the fire. And another 11 from Divine Smite, so With this, you just poof, plunge He Who Grins down. It actually pierces through the top of the wagon. Rose and uh, Irina kind of push yourselves back as this burning blade of twin points breaks through and you just see this creature like <laughs> kind of writhe as its cloak erupts in flames and it just burns away to nothing it just becomes embers and ashes around the blade and completely vanishes shit and i've still got a bonus action to use <laughs> you do um, uh oh a uh, second wind myself 1d10 plus three uh healing sure. what a nine power extra turn. healing uh, there you go. Nice. Nice. Boom. 
Boom! Can you take five necrotic damage at the end of your turn, please? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, as you do this, the second rider, its nightmare is going to try and slam into the wagon again. Um, you did, did you say the dreadful aspect is still going, but the other nightmare gets a save at the end of each turn, right? Uh, yes. Okay. If it's 30 feet away, it gets a save, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been 30 feet away. So the, the second rider, um, its nightmare tries to slam into the um, side of the wagon once again, and it looks like the wagon's probably not going to survive this hit, I'm going to tell you now, because uh, you can't stop it. Um, the creature on top, however, will look in your direction, and you try and avert your gaze, but you feel this, uh, like, almost like a grip of ice around you. Can you make a con save, please, Xeros? Con save? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ten. Oh, buddy. Ouch. Oh, dear. That's 30 necrotic damage, please, as its withering gaze tries to pull away your shoal. Unconscious? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, you are on top of the wagon. Roll a d20 for me. Just, a, just roll a no d20, no modifier. See which way I fall, yeah. Yeah, 13. 13. So you you fall, but you're still on top of the wagon. Like, the, the sword kind of is, like, embedded enough in the, the roof that your body kind of, your arm hooks around it, and it you're just basically barely holding on as the wagon is, <laughs> like, like bumping all over the, the place. the back of the wagon. You're being... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this thing, you feel this necrotic grip around your chest and your neck just kind of draining the life out of you. Um, and then the nightmare... Oh my god, it's so lucky that this thing keeps missing. The nightmare tries to body slam into the wagon again, but Esmeralda lurches it to the side and it doesn't quite have the impact as the two of them are now kind of jostling for position on this road, trying to throw the wagon into the tree line and smash it to pieces. Um but that is it. The other nightmare does succeed at saving through and will begin making its way back towards, uh, but that's going to be its whole turn, I'm going to say, uh, as it comes trundling before you. Dog's body! Um, quick question. I've got a light crossbow, and it says the range on it is 80 foot slash 320 foot. Does that mean it goes up to 320 foot? It does. You, you make it with disadvantage. It's the long range. Uh, okay. So it's like um, you can see down this road, like like becoming tiny specks. You're like aiming up, and you're gonna try and volley shot into this thing. Swifty, maybe, maybe not. Um, the other thing is, I've looked all over my character sheet, and right. I cannot see anything that means a lycanthrope can move faster. Which to me is bonkers, right? Because That's I'm a fucking not. werewolf. Yeah, but you're not a full but, werewolf. Remember this. Mm. You are. You like have like a throat blood manifested. Even like a wolf is like I... what fifty feet around. So it is. You, but that's a full does wolf. The, does the blood hunter order of the lichen give you an increased movement movement speed? I would like to appeal to the court of the DM. KM to DM. How cool is the idea of ah, this flaming cool. wagon? Xeros unconscious and out yep. of the darkness comes yep. Jesper with his sun sword lit on the back yep. of a giant werewolf. I would that buy sounds that really shirt. cool. Yeah, that <laughs> I I would too. But mm -hmm. do you have an increased movement speed? Three wolf Jesper. <laughs> what is your movement speed? 30 feet? <laughs> That's your movement speed. 30 feet. 
Yep. But I can dash. Speed. So that's 60. You can dash. That's 60. You can. You and Jesper both running after this thing like... <laughs> but can I have him on my back? Can am I... Uh, he's like moving before you. Can he be on my back? Well, also, you're only a well, medium creature. Catch, I mean, you're I strong. You can, you can pick him up, but you're not like a bigger creature. So... You're bulky, mm. but you're not that. That's what I'm just saying, you know. It's I know just, you're only you're like a you're cool. like a baby werewolf. You're like a baby werewolf. You can't have the full werewolf because you're in control. Uh, anyway, Rose. Hey, I haven't given my Rose. turn yet. That's I'm not spending you, my whole turn you, just you like. You move, yeah. Move, dash. <laughs> no, I was asking you. you I was asking you if it was doable, and I was appealing okay. to you, and you said no. So what I'm gonna right. do is I'm gonna so you move wasted 30 my time. feet, and I'm gonna. And I'm going to shoot the fucking thing. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Sure. Disadvantage. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, if I move up, it's still within 80 feet, right? No. Shoot this thing's thing. like 160 feet away. It's like a wagon going at full speed after you've fallen off the back of it. It's fucking miles away. <laughs> uh, 12 was my lowest roll. So 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. 1d8. 7 points, 8 points of what damage. What are you aiming at? And I don't know if you want... The, uh, uh, I don't know. Um, the Nazgul. Me. Zeros. Uh, I'll shoot Zeros. <laughs> so the yeah. rider on the nightmare. Yes. And you did how much damage? Actually, uh, so eight points of damage. And then, um, do you want me to roll my uh, frozen? Although no, because that's on your axe. Actually, no. The frozen is on my axe. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. Okay. And you're going for the rider, yeah. <laughs> so. This incredible long-range shot, Dog's Body, in a giant wolf form, manages to pull out a crossbow, load it, <laughs> aim it up in the air, and... You just hear this crossbow whistling. Uh, the only people who probably see this is Rose out of the side of the broken wagon. This crossbow bolt wings this thing in the shoulder, and it nearly throws him out of the, the, the nightmare's harness as this tiny bolt just... Uh, and it just uh, kind of stumbles for a moment. Doesn't kill it, but it does hit it and deal damage. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Rose, your turn. Okay. I will do i'll do the same again because i can't really risk meeting this thing's gaze um sure. since we're down three five I mean, when, you've got members. A, when you've got when you've got a plus nine to hit yeah something having total cover isn't the worst thing in the world okay so i will uh again shoot for the rider i think mm -hmm. okay uh 17 plus nine plus 10 actually because of the arrows being magical that will hit yeah, through this and tiny this, hole. Uh, so that will be uh, six, seven, eight, eight, nine, 11 damage. So the second rider, the arrow pierces through its chest, and as the arrow hits it, you almost feel the creature almost is pulled inwards, like sucked into itself as it just evaporates into nothing. It just becomes an absence of life, an absence of space as it just... <laughs> as it is destroyed. Uh, the nightmares, oh, however, shoot. still remain. Oh, son of a... I will shoot the pony. Shoot the pony! Sure. <laughs> yep. Wait, that's not Nelly Cardo, is what? it? Pony. What if 17. It 17 will hit uh no actually yes no it doesn't with the with the full cover uh you needed an 18 so the arrow just you can't quite get the angle as the horse pulls away yeah 
Um, one away. Oh my God, uh, anything else, Rose? Uh, no, no, no. Zeke. Oh shit. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna climb you just see like a, a, you see a black dragon scaled arm just dangling yep. off the back of the wagon, <laughs> flopping around. My bro, <laughs> I'm climbing up. I'm climbing okay. up for my bro. <sighs> you climb up on top. Yep. 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 You see him unconscious there. Um. Oh Christ. Um, and I'm gonna give him a cure woundsy. Give him a level one cure wounds. One d8 plus three. For my boy. Uh, so my boy. that'll be <laughs> four for you, my friend. No. Oh wow! Yes. Four lovely yes. hit points. Four, yeah. four hit I mean, points for you. I swear, Rian, and you are oh. the most cursed. DD I, do I don't know how I do it. <laughs> um, that was your action. Any bonus actions? That's my or, action. Uh, that's everything. I will convert my final spell slot point and give myself the last two. Sure. And then... And you know what? That's... At the top of a new round, Kim, how do you feel? If I Would it be okay if I ask Rhiannon to roll a d6? I was going to go to you next, but I feel after that display, I kind of want to throw it to Rhiannon. Would you like to roll a d6? I'll give it to you, Kim. Yeah, Rhiannon rolls. Actually, Rhiannon, Rhiannon's rolls are cursed. Rhiannon's rolls are cursed, though. Do you want to roll then? They're pretty cursed. Mm. It's up to you. I'd feel you know better me. if Kim you know me better than me. Okay, roll the d6 yeah. for me, Kim. Okay, okay. Watch me roll the worst thing. I love you, Rhiannon. <laughs> I rolled a three, so that's in the middle. That is in the middle. Oh, very, very interesting. Um, interesting. So, <clears throat> uh, Zeke and now Zeros, who is conscious, and Rose, who can see out the front, you can see the upper head where it has been raining, the, the stretch of road in between these trees becomes slick with mud. A big stretch oh. of deep, thick mud, and Esmeralda desperately kind of is like, tries to like yank the horses to try and keep it under control. So this is down to me now. So, D20. She does have plus seven to this. Uh, to main to control the vehicle, she manages to keep enough of uh, uh, a grip on it that the wagon does slide and mud sprays up on either side. Um, but the wagon does not tip or lose control as it <laughs> brings to a halt. I was really hoping that I'd get the one where you have to make acrobatics checks or fall off the wagon. Um, but <laughs> yeah, because it's funny and it's uh, cool. Uh, okay. So, sensing that these uh, the beasts are the only things left, um, Esmeralda, the only thing she can really do is just fire off a firebolt uh, this turn. Um, actually, that's pointless. She would know that that would have no effect. Um, she, yeah, she is just like, I, I, I can't do anything while I'm driving. Either somebody come and take these reins, or you have to deal with those things. The, the wagon is going to collapse any second. Um, she, that's the only thing she can really do, uh, unless somebody else takes over from her. Uh, Irina, what would Irina do? Um, who's inside the wagon? This guy's dead. Rose is inside the wagon. Ismark's inside the wagon. Um, she will try and uh, do what Rose did and throw a dagger through the hole at the nightmare. Fails. Natural one. Eh. 
<laughs> does nothing. Um, Ismark, though, Ismark will do what Ismark does, and he will do what attempt to do what Jesper did, which is grab the back of the wagon, swing round, and try and strike at uh, the creature now that he can fight properly. First attack is a miss. Second attack is a hit. Third attack is a hit. Uh, so he hits twice, one-handed. Four points of damage. Four points of damage. Wow. Good job. <laughs> is Mark the lesser? Well done. So you oh, just man, hear him kind of like striking at the creatures, uh, striking the nightmares as best he can, um, but not much else. Yes, but what would you like to do? We keep running. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to do. Yeah, you're kind of out of the fight know. at this point. Yeah. Uh, Zeros, you are conscious. Uh, <clears throat> I'm conscious. Uh, oh boy! I mean, I guess I'll I'll have a little. I'll sort of roll over and kind of swing down the side of the, the wagon at no. one of the uh, <laughs> one of the horties. Which one? This one uh, or this one? Yeah, the one on the uh, the one on the right hand side, so the top of the map. Um, Twenty four to hit, fifteen so hit. twenty damage because of the fire. Oh, well, guess what? Being made a night, being a nightmare, they don't take any damage from fire. So uh, it's well, just 15 the damage. Fifth, it's still 15. 15 slashing damage. Yeah, the big greatsword kind of swings down, slams into the creature. Um, no divine smite on that one. Uh, no, I'm I'm, I'm okay. basically out of spell. Oh no, I'm totally out of spell slots. Okay, so that's it. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Yes, okay. Um, one of the nightmares will kind of pull back to strike at uh, Ismark. The other one is going to try and slam into the wagon one more time. Um, the one striking Ismark will try to hit him with his flaming hooves, uh, which he does so for 2d8 plus 2d6. 6, 11, 15, 24 points of damage. <laughs> Poor Ismark. Oh my god, 24. Ismark's pretty tough, but with like this thing brings up its flaming hooves and slams them into Ismark's back. Ismark's tunic goes up in flames. Ah, as he calls out, he's like gripping onto the back of the wagon, <laughs> swinging out with his sword. Um, as he desperately tries to hit He dived out for a second and he's on fire. <laughs> oh, some bad news bears though. The final, uh, the one that you hit, uh, Jesper, uh, sorry, Xeros, it pulls itself away, and then this thing comes smashing into the side of the wagon, which is enough to destroy the wagon and jackknife it. I would like everybody Fuck. who is in the wagon or on the wagon to make a... I've got to find my notes here. Um, dexterity saving throw. That's... Oh, shit. That's the one I'm really good at. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh my god. Rhiannon, no. I think you only roll eights. I, yeah. yeah, my dice are broken. I need every your single dice are broken. Do you know where your oh, actual dice are? I rolled are. a 19. I rolled a 19 plus 7. <laughs> oh. Irina succeeds. Is, is Mark fails. Yum. Esmeralda succeeds. So, uh, who is on... Right, who's inside the wagon? It's Irina and Rose, yes? What did you get on your saving throws? 26. 
26. So, Rose, you and Irina both managed to, like, brace each other, like, brace yourselves as the wagon tips over and kind of jackknifes and cartwheels through. You are not knocked prone, um, and you don't take any damage. You manage to kind of soften it by either bracing yourselves or by the way you happen to fall, um, but you don't take any damage. Uh, who on the outside? Esmeralda passed. What did you get, Zeki? Eight total. Eight total. Oh, you are there with Ismark, who got a seven. Zeros, what did you get? A 17? Uh, 17, yeah. Okay. So, um, right. <laughs> okay. Can you roll a d4 for me, please, Rhiannon? This is going to determine how far away you are thrown. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> about 40 feet you are thrown in 40 feet <laughs> into the tree line as it's like you are just thrown through the air you take um 18 points of bludgeoning damage oh. as you are just like slammed oh. against the floor in a tree um if it was my armor you... of Agrifice, I would be down. Really? Yeah, I think so. yeah. <laughs> it's a good the arm, the ice kind of explodes around you. Um Zeros, you take five points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you are thrown no. ten feet. Um, wait, so that was even with a pass, right? A seven. That was with a pass, yeah, because it basically you only got thrown ten feet and you weren't going to be knocked prone, but you just hit the ground with a loud thud. Ismark is thrown thirty feet and takes fifteen points of damage. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. He's in the tree You're like line. Hanging from a tree. Oh my god! Everyone just explodes in all directions. <laughs> wait, are you down, Tom? Are you down? Yeah. yeah. Again. Fucking hell. So the dragons are dead. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing is, Rhiannon healed him for four hit points, and then yeah. he took five damage Fucking from the being thrown hell. off the wagon. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Esmeralda <laughs> is also thrown about five, uh, ten feet, and then Rosa and Irina, you are basically inside the kind of broken wagon, which is now upside down. Um, the two spectral horses vanish, um, but the nightmares still remain. Um, that is the end of their turn. Dog's body. At this point, these guys would have been 160 plus another 80, 240 feet. You moved 30 feet. Yeah, these guys are 210 feet away from you down the road. Fuck. Might go down the chippy. Um, sure, do we want? Uh, you no, just I, I will dash. Or do you want to shoot both? I will double dash. Um, so 60 feet, I, uh, basically. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep um, running up. Uh, can I just shout at Jesper? Uh, I'm really sorry I shouted at you. I kind of just lost myself a bit there. It's okay, now's not the time. Okay, uh, Jesper, you are 120, you're 120 feet away from the crash. Uh, Dog's body's 90 feet, um, like, he, he's, uh, just 30 feet behind you, so... You 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 you're, you can get there in two turns, but it's gonna you have to just keep running basically. But if you've got any range spells, they might be in range uh, if you get a bit closer. Not until sixty feet, so I'm just. Well, it's not your running. yeah. So, Rose, your turn now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, I mean, I could I could have rolled uh, to see if the alchemist fire went off, but I thought that was a bit much. It's <laughs> a bit much. We're down a lot of people yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, can I go no, I, out I, if and... If the fire had kept going, I would have. Can I go out and um, 
yeah. shoot the pull horses, yourself out. please. Yeah, you kind of yeah. crawl out of the wreckage, pull your bow up as you see them flying in the air, kind of about to pull themselves round and down. Okay, I'll shoot. Um, natural 20! Oh my god! Oh, oh very Ooh. good! Ah. Very good! <laughs> um... So, so max damage, and then roll uh, the, the, the dice. If this is the horsey with Slayer's Prey, does the Slayer's Prey also double? You, well, you put Slayer's Prey on the rider, but then that rider died, and can no, you no, can it was on it the horse. Action. Oh, was it? Okay. It was on the horse. Yeah. So if you shoot this one, oh yeah, it, it was. Yeah, no, you're right. I put an icon on it. You're right. So yeah, you can. Um, so... so the Slayer's Prey would be affected. It's the same as sneak attack. Yes. So it so... would max the Slayer's Prey, and you roll it again. So I've got eight. Nineteen damage and then rolling these as a base. So nineteen is everything sure. maxed. Yep. And then Oh I rolled eight. Um <laughs> So This is a very well timed natural. What did I say nineteen? Uh yeah, did I've I already 19? added the nineteen, so just tell me the damage from these two dice. Oh my god, I rolled an eight and a six on my D eight and my D six. So, so another fourteen. That. Yeah, it doesn't you the arrow pierces through the nightmare's neck and leaves this giant gaping bleeding wound as this kind of orangey fiery like blood pours out of its uh, the wound as it's just <laughs> as it brings itself down obviously in pain still standing but heavily injured oh, still oh, standing yeah yeah these are tough yeah yes. nightmares are tough okay uh, second I'll attack. shoot it again uh 18 plus 10 yes. for the that magic arrows. Uh, only uh, five, six damage on that one, though. So again, the the final arrow still it strikes true, but this thing now kind of almost limping. You can see the nightmare is so badly injured it's struggling to kind of move, but it is still, and it is coming for you, um, without a doubt. Uh, Ziki, are you conscious? I am just about 5 HP. <laughs> okay, well, it is your turn. You've been thrown about 40 feet away from the wagon. You are currently in the bushes and the trees. Um, what would you like to do? <laughs> um, can I... Oh, sorry, for the end of my turn, can I duck back yes. inside? Sure. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, yeah, 5, 10... Yeah, you would have been 5, 10, 15... Yeah, so you can get to about... Yeah, there. Ray. Okay. Can... Okay, I'll, I'd like to cast a Guiding Bolt at level 1 on the horse that I can see by the wagon. Mm -hmm. um, so I will do that, and I also will use my uh, font of... Not font of magic, my Favoured by the Gods ability, just in case I miss, because I know what I'm mm. Okay. So, <laughs> Go 13 for plus 6. Which so one Which one are you going 19. for? The one that... The one, by, um... one closest to the wagon, on, the one closest to me on my side of the wagon. So the one that Rose has been attacking, the heavily injured one. Yeah. Okay. So that is a 13 plus 6, 19. That will hit. Yes. Nice. I will roll. A, I did say I was going to do it, so I'll roll them. There we go. Okay. Um, so you get another 3 on top I of that as well. Yeah, easily hits. Yeah. Nicey nice. So that is a 4d6 damage. Ba -ba -da -ba. 14. The searing light of uh, Lilira burns the nightmarish 
fiend to nothingness as the golden light washing over where rose had already heavily injured it the bolt just blows it away into ash and dust um evaporating it from this world um anything else on your turn would you like to move guiding bolt seems more satisfying than casting heal doesn't it <laughs> admit it. Admit it. Oh, uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> admit it, Ree. Um, 20, 20. And I'm going to move up Never to the wagon it. here, 30 feet up that way. Sure. Never heal again. All right. Okay. Uh, at the top of the round, there's no chase events because you are no longer moving. Uh, uh, Esmeralda will pick herself up and will move to engage the nightmare as it is making its way down to the ground. Um, she'll strike at it with her rapier which is a hit uh, for 1d8 plus 5 for another 11 points of damage to this one. And then with her offhand, she pulls out a kind of carved hand axe and swipes with that, uh, which is a 20 to hit for a 6 points of damage. Uh, and you can just hear her like, ah, ah kind of striking um, at these creatures, desperately trying to weaken them. Uh, Irina will pull herself uh, to within sightline of Xeros, and again will just kind of, in hushed tones, uh, sing a, a small tune for a whopping uh, seven hit points back, Xeros. Oh, man. She's. I'm, I'm just getting chain healed by everyone at this point. Well, you are dying, um, and she yeah. does not wish to see you die, uh, despite anything else. Yes. Um, and then she will use the rest of her movement to try and get on the other side, uh, and then will ready her action if the horse comes round that she will attack it. Ismark. Oh, Ismark. Where are you? You're Aww. down here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you just hear a kind of like a... Uh, grunt and a groan um, he pulls himself out of the woods he's lost his sword uh, it's, it's flown oh. into the woods no. so he is just gonna run up uh, with a giant kind of piece of wood like a giant club um, 5, 10, 15, 20 25, 30 but he, he can't even make it to the, the nightmare um, but he just pulls himself up and he's just looking around wildly like ah, where is it? Blood just pouring down one side of his, his handsome face um uh, Jesper, uh, I assume you dash. Yes. Yes, I do yeah. dash. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, Xeros. <laughs> uh, can I... Can I, I still have a broadsword. Can I, like, pull that out and toss it towards thingy as I stumble towards this... You can slide hole. it across the ground. Yeah, you can kind of, like, kick your sword along the ground to him, yeah. Uh, just a broadsword. Not he who grins. I want to make yeah, that very clear. That's mine. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll... Uh, you did have really three swords <laughs> at one point. I think you went down to two because you gave one to the Bones of St. Andrel. Uh, I think this is my last one. This is my last broadsword. I'm going to toss sure. it. No, sorry, greatsword. Uh, and yeah. now I'm going to limp over to this horse and just hit it as hard as <laughs> I damn well can. With he who grins. I'm fucking sick of this horse. I hope you roll a one. Fifteen? Uh, hits it does indeed connect 13, uh, 13 points of damage it, you strike carving a huge chunk through its flank but it is still standing um, as you <laughs> oh carve into God. it desperate to try and uh, finish this thing off uh, <laughs> it's go uh, it will basically kick its back legs oh, at you zero <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's, a, it's not a, like a sentient creature. It's not going to run away. It's a fiend. It's just going to 
butt kick him in the chest. Um, 18 Hunt. to hit. Oh, no, exactly. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> nine points of bludgeoning damage and uh, nine points of fire damage, which I believe you're resistant to, so only four. Uh, so I'm, 13. Oh, yeah, I am resistant to it, but yeah, I'll just 13 damage to back. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> just goes down, down again. again. The fourth time. Dog's body, oh, do, do you, you dash you up? Check? Yeah, How, good job uh, I'm not far using away am I? Yeah. Uh, so you you were like um, 120 plus another. You are 150 feet away uh, at the start of your turn. Okay, I was just wondering if I move. Uh, yeah, that's not enough. Um, yeah, I'll just dash. Okay, so you just dash as close as you can. Again, but, yeah. I mean, you will be in range, but you just be at disadvantage again. Disadvantage. Yeah, I think I want to. It's the payoff between getting there and um, yeah. sure. You know, uh, maybe missing the shot. Doing something, so. Rose. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot the horse again. So you kind of Lots. again pop out uh, uh, <laughs> and then run back inside. Uh, um, nineteen. Nineteen will hit. hit. Yes. Yep. That hits. Uh, can I move my Slayer's Prey onto this one because the other one died? Sure. Danke. Bonus action. Um, yeah, just use your bonus action for this turn. But yeah. Five, Six, seven, eight, nine damage altogether for that nine one. Damage and arrow into its back. Uh, oh no! Uh, fifteen, just still hits, still hits. Yeah. Um, be quick. Oh fucking hell! I rolled a one. Um, <laughs> six. Uh. <laughs> The arrow thuds into the creature's back of its flank, and you can see it kind of buckles to its knees with just enough fighting strength left to stay on its feet. I Zeke. hate everything. <laughs> I'm assuming you've <laughs> you got back inside, Rose. Uh, Zeke. I'm going to move 5, 10, 20, 25, 30 up to there. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to use my final spell Finish slot. Him. I'm going to do another grinding bolt on this guy. For the love two. of God, kill the horse. Kill the uh, goddamn pony. I'm not going to hit. I know just I'm not. remembering Xeros' whole God, fucking 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. 15 hits. Oh, 15 <laughs> Re, yes! don't, don't worry yes. about rolling damage, Re. This thing had yes! one hit point left. Oh my God, <laughs> it had oh. one! Yes! <laughs> when you said six damage and I'm looking at seven hit points left and I'm like... Yep. Okay. Ah. Uh, whoosh, the oh, radiant Christ. energy of Lalira pulses out of Zeki um, and destroys this thing, sending it to dust. But we can't Three jump out times. of initiative just yet. Oh, yeah. Um, Three times we rolled exactly its AC, by the way. Any lower, and it would have been not a hit. Damn it. <laughs> God, that was clutch. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, so Esmeralda can't heal, but Irina, who goes next, can, and she will again. Healing word Zeros to keep him on his feet. Uh, oh my four. god. Ooh, that's good. Eight hit points. Oh, best one yet. <laughs> best one yet. <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> um, and yeah, you are left with a broken, collapsed wagon um, as Dog's body and Jesper, a little bit out of breath, <laughs> come running up behind. <laughs> Can we help? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lie on the floor at this point. 
In the mud. I'm like just going to lie on mud. the floor. Yeah. And just not talk to anybody right now. Yeah. Ismark because... slumps against the wagon, slides down, and just sits in a pile of mud, like the broadsword in his hands, kind of just leaning on it. <laughs> Man. Is Rose hurt? Playing. She needs healing. <laughs> she needs healing. I'm fine. I'm just freaking tired. There's a lot I don't of have... people falling down, people leaving, I d- people falling down again. I don't have again. a lot of energy left to heal. I- I've got a few spells, but we may need them if any more of these things, or if there are any enemies out here, we're still in the woods of Borovia. <clears throat> I'm afraid that something might attack us soon. We, we need to move. Can anybody... Does anybody need healing or anything? I've got a few... <sighs> Spells in your me. your dragonborn Frey. I think everyone is in pretty bad shape, honestly. Uh, Jesper was it? Um, both of the dragonborns are heavily injured. Your friend Rose is uh, injured. Uh, whatever okay. those things were, the, the crash of the wagon. I'm All fine. Right. I, I'm both. I, I'm seem fine. Ismark, you can see Ismark is pretty fucked up, but he's not saying anything. He's got like blood pouring down his face. <laughs> it's like I'm fine. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, but um, a scratch. Well, I've got three level two cure wounds and two level one cure wounds, so I'll send a level two Xeros this oh. way. Okay. Uh, ding this dong, here. eleven. Uh, I'll oh, send. Who else is really bad? Zeke and Ismark, right? Yeah, Zeke is really bad. <laughs> yeah, Zeke. You get a nine. Yeah, Ismark's like, you. I'll I'll be all right. I think I can I can go a few. I can I'll I can take a few more hits. Yeah, regardless okay. of his insistence, six points. Yeah, no, level one's fine. I think he doesn't protest uh, that too much. Um, but yeah, you can see bad uh, Esmeralda kind of pushes past um, Irina and Rose. She kind of pulls herself into the wagon. She kind of like you can see she is so both furious and upset at the wagon's destruction but she kind of lets out a breath pulls a knapsack off the wall and starts putting whatever she can manage into whatever she can think she can carry um she starts loading up some of the vials of holy water some stakes um a mirrored shield like a round silver shield but it's polished to a mirrored reflection um she gets a silvered flail off the wall um she starts pulling out a few bits and bobs I'll probably do the same. I'll try and put as much of her stuff into my bags as possible and just let her know that I can give her it back as soon as we have a safe place. But just try she, and carry she... as much as we can. Oh, I don't care about getting this stuff back, but this is all use. There's a lot of useful material here. Um, she kind of starts pointing your direction. Why don't you take... Uh, uh, you, you take... There's a few... She points to a small chest. There should be some antitoxins and some more healing potions in that drawer. Uh, I'll take the alchemist fires. Grab those. There's some. There's a healer's kit and a climber's kit in this chest. She starts pointing out. There's like a ton of stuff in this wagon. Um, so it depends on how much you want to take. Um, same with everybody. Like you, could, you guys could like pillage this wagon and take everything if you wanted. I, I honestly think yeah, yeah we should. Um, yeah, we and should yeah. split the load. All right, okay. Yep. So I'm going to just read you out this full list. This is, uh, Esmeralda is carrying some of this, but this is like everything that you can salvage from the wagon. Um, the heavy crossbow with 10 silver bolts, um, a battle axe, a morning star, but, and then a silvered flail. The morning star and the battle axe are just mundane, so they're just normal weapons, um, but a silvered flail. Uh, three hand axes, two daggers, one silver dagger, uh, the three vials of holy water, um, 
Rose has already got the magic arrows. There is also a suit of studded leather armor fitted for a woman, uh, a mirrored shield, four wooden stakes, five alchemist's fires, two antitoxins, two regular healing potions, uh, a climber's kit, a healer's kit, and a poisoner's kit. There is a selection of different clothes and outfits, um, including a selection of wigs and masks and cosmetics. Um, there are three sets of manacles, two hunting traps, and a bag of caltrops. There is a 50 foot of rope, uh, a tinderbox, a spyglass, and two spell scrolls. One of major image and one of remove curse. Oh, shit. Remove I, can, I, I will copy and paste this. <laughs> I will go copy and paste this yeah. into our WhatsApp. And then you can <laughs> yeah. copy it we'll to your character now. sheets yeah. as you the next time. Yeah. No worries. Um, but yeah, it's right basically, now. that's what, that's, there's a lot of stuff in this wagon and it's worth taking as much of it as you can. Um, you in just terms said, I'm going to send that to WhatsApp and I still checked my phone when I got a notification. <laughs> yeah, uh, even though you said it was you. It's just the default. <laughs> um, the night, uh, the moon, you can, you can see that dim gray light overhead through the overcast sky. The forest around you is silent. Uh, you just hear the kind of creaking of the wooden wagon um, as people pick their way through it uh, one of the wheels is still very slowly spinning as if still caught in a brief moment of uh, motion uh, the sound of wet boots slapping against mud as you move about but you are on the road um, yeah, in the middle of Barovia Esmeralda was attempting to take you towards Kresik uh, which puts you on the road we will move back to the larger map I will move you guys. But what would you like to do at this at this yeah. juncture? How much distance do we actually make? Not a lot. Mm. That was actually over quite quickly. Um, you're currently at a crossroads. The the road you're there is a stone bridge which crosses the river just up ahead. But the road also splits south. Um, uh, yes, but you would know that to the south is a vineyard. Uh, the Wizard of Wines is to the south. Um, but if you carry on along the east. Northeast, south, west, western road. Uh, you will come to Kresik. Uh, Kresik is maybe a couple of hours on foot from this point, as is the the vineyard, the Wizard of Wines. Well, friends, we have two options: the ones that Mark just stated. <laughs> Thoughts? Do we continue to push forward to Kresik, as intended? Ah. Uh. Uh, Esmeralda will just say, I, I would personally say we go for whatever is the most defensible. Uh, the, uh, I know the vineyard. There's good people there, people that we can trust. Um, my mentor spoke to me of them. They are strange, but I'm pretty sure we can trust them. Kresik is more fortified. It's a town with walls and a, a following that opposes Strad. If more of those things or worse comes after us, I would feel safer within Kresik's walls, but... I don't know how much, how trustworthy the people there will be. They may be enemies of Strahd, but that doesn't mean that they're our friends. Perhaps we could utilize the hospitality of the vineyard to get us back to full health. And then... you, do you know where we need to go for your reading, Jesper? You, you did conduct the reading, yes? You, you have an idea of where you must go? Yes. Um, do you think that do we need is that on our, is that our path it was yeah 
Um, I forget what that is on the map. Uh, you would know that it is annoyingly south of Argon Vostholt. You were there. You were so oh. close. Oh, oh my god. That's not too far away then. So uh, it's several hours. Like this it would it will take you you know most of a day to get there on foot. Uh, it's not the other the side roads. of the map. Whereas going no, to Prezid not quite. It's not put us further away. It would put you further away. Yes, put us further a little southwest. But um... yeah, and in fact, you could even cut through the woods and try and cut through the Tolenka Pass to get to uh, Berez and um, Vosthold. I I laid that out for everybody and say that's sure. our options and see what everyone else thinks. It would be nice to have somewhere that we know we can trust people. That hasn't happened so far. If what Esmeralda says is true, then nothing has happened. That's true. That is true. Uh, well, and also, if you can trust me, I'm assuming you do, considering that we were all just in that mess together. But yes, uh, as long as nothing has changed, as long as as long as the the people I think are still running the vineyard, we should be safe. Um, I should warn you, they are they're shape changers, but they are good folk. Uh, they are not. Uh, they are were-ravens. Uh, it is a secret not known to many. I would suggest you don't let them know that you know. They, it shouldn't be public knowledge, but they are good people. Um, they are not like other lycanthropes. They maintain their sense of morality. If anything, it's enhanced by their, their transformation. They're very protective of people and others. Hmm. <clears> hmm. <throat> Speaking of transformations... Yes, I don't trust the werewolf as a point, but it did risk its life to save Jesper, and uh, yeah, oh yeah, she calls you it. Yeah, she, I'm not. That's not a misspeak. Esmeralda very purposely says, "I don't, I don't trust." But it did, it did save one of your own, so I'm assuming it has some semblance of control. But I've killed too many of their kind to know that it's one step away from murdering us. And she's looking at Dog's body. No, I was going to say at this point. Everyone's looking around. Dog's body's actually not anywhere visible. Okay. Like, he's All right, disappeared. Okay, like, perfect. I've disappeared. Um, sure. And oh. probably at that point, you mm -hmm. would just hear, like, from somewhere, like, just, you know, behind something or, or just off in the darkness, you would hear a... And um, he kind of walks back, just sort of rubbing his chest. Yeah, and it's like his clothes are all, like, like any, any cloth clothes would have been torn and sort of ripped... Um, That's why I'm topless. Yeah. That's why he's top. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, he's topless. Yeah. No, I don't. Um, but yeah, so he's back in his human form, and kind of just like his body language is really—he's kind of hunched and looking around sheepish, and he—he he looks a little bit in pain. Like Shamed. it doesn't it hurt like to kind of mm. change back, and like he kind of shoots a look at Rose, and he's like, "Why is everyone looking at me?" I said, "Don't look at me." Unfortunately, you right? what happened to you is hard not to miss. Regardless, you saved me. And well, I didn't. I didn't really want to do it, but I needed to get Zeke on the wagon, and then so you have control. I had to get you some. Yeah, at least. I think if we are to continue, there Just... needs to be some sort of 
conversation with Esmeralda. She says that mm. she's killed many of your kind. As has oh yes, Rose. Uh, excuse me, it's not my kind. I did not ask to be this. It's. It doesn't matter. Once the curse is there, the curse is there. You are a werewolf. You are a lichen, a lycanthrope. Some of like some lycanthropes can be trusted. Wolves are not of that kind. For werewolves now, at least he did savage. throw himself. I, he did throw himself from a wagon. I agree. To yes. save and someone. I am, it is the very reason that I am not trying to plunge my silvered blades and kill it, kill you, now. <clears throat> you seem I to have some only... sort of control. I didn't want to turn into that. And I kind of glance at Rose. I only did it because I wanted to guarantee that Zeke would be safe. Very honourable. But I know, and do tell me if I'm incorrect, but I know that especially when you are harmed it is not so easy to control, is it? Dog's body just kind of looks down and if anyone can see you can see that there are just tears forming in his eyes and he's trying really hard not to mm-hmm. like just, just keep it in and he just he looks around and he sees that like people have been gathering supplies and um, he'll pick up well actually no he won't even uh, he'll just nod and he'll go Rose look pick those up and pick that up and he gestures at the manacles and one of the silvered weapons you know what to do and then he's just going to go and just turn around and walk away Dog's body saved Zeke's life. If you harm him, I will take you down myself. Bold claim from a near dead man right now. But I have no intention of I have no intention of harming your companion now. It is, as I mentioned, very clear that Dog's body has control for now. But and this is perhaps a warning to all of you, I do not think I need to warn Miss Rose, but to the rest of you. For all of his good intentions, for all of his noble soul, there is a powerful and deadly, savage, brutal, murderous spirit inside him. And if he loses control, it will turn on you. I have seen it happen hundreds of times, dozens. So- Rose, as as she's saying this, Rose is going to walk away in the other direction like she's had enough of discussing yeah. the entire thing. thing. She doesn't want yeah. to. She's just seen that yeah. the dog's body saved Jasper, which she's yeah. said, and they've had their talk, and she's just yeah. like, I'm going to go away now. And it's yeah. after that fight as well, she's just pretty done with yeah. the, All of everyone, this. I think. Yeah. <laughs> just everyone. Yeah, I think that that makes sense, yeah. Uh, Esmeralda just watches you go and says, that is all. You should I think, be careful. Uh, Zeke, would, Zeke would say, there's also a, a deadly cursed spirit in Castle Ravenloft. And there is. he's unleashing his power upon everyone. Any help we can get right now is valuable. No matter where do it comes mistake- from. Miss, do not mistake me. As I said, very much appreciate that... We need allies. We need strength. 
I am merely telling you, be cautious. And given the reaction that Dog's body is having, I think Dog's body would perhaps agree with me that there is an element of danger. We are now aware. Let's move forward. Yes. <clears throat> to the south, then. Yeah. I'll stop moving. Okay. Yeah. And with that, I think that's where we're going to wrap up today's episode with sort of um, kind of a somber and dark note. Um, a powerful yeah. ally. But Esmeralda has her problems. She's not a perfect individual. Um, and she's that's not entirely great. lying either. She's not no. entirely lying. No. So that's well, the difference. Save Zeke. Save Zeke. So save Zeke, save Jesper. You know, it's the classic thing of the... Oh, yeah, uh, Jesper, the classic story of the monster right it's uh, frankenstein's monster of um yeah yeah so there we go i just want One friends, want <laughs> friends. <laughs> but you won't I like almost... him when he's angry <laughs> i almost I'm wanted to take my great sword back off thingy just like off his mark for like, me in the give tower. Me that back. <laughs> yeah thanks for helping me in the tower i'll have that that's mine <laughs> well i think that's i think his mark is probably me. Ismark will probably actually like give you the sword back. He's going to pick up the um, silvered flail and the uh, silvered knife, oh. and he's going to dual wield those. Um, Never fear, Ismark the lesser is here. <laughs> <laughs> Just swinging a flail around like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> Completely fucked up, bruised, bloodied face. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah he's pretty fucked up, man. That was a, a long. That was a good sort of like solid combat, but also a very exciting one. I have some brutal. good news. Go I have on. some good news for you, though. Oh, no, it's your favorite be. news. It's the best news. Oh, yeah. It's a level. It's level, level up time. Yeah. Level. Oh, <laughs> oh, awesome. And I believe chat was yelling at you earlier, Kim. At level seven, you do get increased movement speed as a werewolf. You just had to level up. There you go. There you go. So, there we go. Bobby boy. Yeah, I'm just combat. a babby boy. Nobody Man, loves me. <laughs> I really love that. Was uh, that was a very fun combat to run? Just like a that very cinematic, brutal. cinematic. Yeah, encounter. no, that was fun. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. So well, <laughs> it was one of those two, things two where people off the back of the wagon, then Zero so... goes down. Zeke's <laughs> hanging on in the edge, and I was like, "Don't miss a shot! Don't miss a shot!" <laughs> Well, it was the um, the Bodax have an ability, which is if you fail their saving throw by five or more on that attack, where if you look at them, it's just like, yep, reduce, reduced hit, hit points to zero if you fail by five or more. So That's if you insane. fail it, but it's only by a couple, you just take damage. Whereas if you fail it by more than five, like you are just out because it's like literally a death, death gaze. Um, and so when that happened, I was like, <laughs> but very oh, cool shit. though. Cinematic, cinematic as hell. Like the flaming wagon uh, going down the roads with the nightmares galloping alongside yeah, it. Yeah. Bullshit. I was basically playing the taunt tank, just uh, constantly <laughs> getting up, just like, yeah. oh, hit me. <laughs> <laughs> You were basically um All Might from My Hero Academia for a little bit there. <laughs> it's just like if you were if you were designed to take me on at a hundred percent of my power, I guess I'll have to fight you from beyond that. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so cool. Uh I love it. Man, that was awesome. I love it. Love it a lot. That was great. Uh cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye, see you next everybody. Time. <laughs> Bye, nerds. Bye.